What's going on with you people? You know what time it is. It's the Mark Red Effect Podcast, and we are chillaxing right now. Just got finished writing a rough draft of a skit. Um, like I said on previous podcasts, is really making sure that I do that daily. Uh, read this book called Creative Calling, written by Chase Jarvis. He's a popular photographer, has um, has a studio and a, a, a media company called Creative Live, where they teach people how to become professionals in whatever creative domain they choose. Um, and he made a clear point in the book that creativity is a muscle and you should create at least one small thing daily to keep that muscle from atrophying. Um, and so that's what I've been doing, man, just trying to build up that creative muscle. But uh, yeah, man, how are y'all been? I'll wait. I'll do like, you know how they do on like Nickelodeon, the kids shows, like they ask you a question, they pause. So I'm gonna do that real quick. And y'all respond to me and I'm gonna pretend like I heard you. So how y'all been? That's great. Or if you're depressed, let me do one for the depressed people. So how have y'all been? Oh, no. Right. So just pick whatever one is appropriate to your life. Hopefully is the former, not the latter. If you've been listening to the advice distributed in this podcast. It should be the former and not the latter. Um, Because I was thinking on that. I was actually talking to uh, <clears throat> my coworkers yesterday, telling them we have one on ones with our boss every week. And we are literally a, it's, it's like a mentor section session. Like our boss is w- literally like three or four or five steps ahead of where we are just in success, worldly success. And we get 30 minutes to an hour just to talk to him about anything we want to, which is fantastic for me. Uh, and one thing that I was trying to tell my coworkers in order to get more value in those type of sessions is if you can think like somebody else thinks about something, then you can kind of get the results. Right. So, uh, that's what I try to give you all this podcast, man. I try to give you all the bits of wisdom as far as like how you can think in order to get better results. Now, I know this is a humor podcast, but I'm also very passionate about personal development. So you're going to get some of those tidbits of wisdom in this podcast as well. I hope that doesn't uh, annoy you. And if it does, you can just turn this shit off. You know, I was struggling this morning, man, trying to think of a skit. I was trying to think of um, a skit about X-Men. And I'll just say the idea I came across, right? Because I don't know if I'm going to film it. So the idea is, you know, with with TikTok, which, again, is my favorite app now, there's plenty of, like, special effects you can use. Um, like, there's demon eyes, angel eyes, all that kind of shit. You can shoot beams out of your eyes. You can you can put, like, a green screen up have a green screen type effect. So it's, it's, they create the creative possibilities are endless right um so i was looking through the special effects and kind of reverse engineering uh skit ideas with the effects so i was looking okay what kind of effects y'all have up here and let me write a skit based on that effect right um so i saw like you can basically look like you have powers up there so i'm like okay well let me do a skit about the s-men right um but the one that I came up with is a little too involved, so I'm likely not going to do it. But the the idea is the X-Men are like fighting the Sentinels, right? You know, the Sentinels are those real big, you know, AI intelligence, those machines that are 
their sole purpose is to hunt mutants down. So we're fighting them off. And I'm like, how the hell did they find us? Right. And then when I asked how the hell did they find us, the camera like pans to Takashi sits down and he just starts dancing with his music playing. <laughs> so, you know, I just thought it was like a little humorous skit. It's not like, ah, but, you know, it's, it's something that's a bit humorous. Um, I don't know if it's, if Takashi is, if that situation is still relevant enough to include him in a skit like that. But the reason why I'm not going to do it likely is because... <sighs> It's, it's so many like that this film or something like that will require a whole bunch of shots and I have to find out how to look like Takashi sits nine because I don't want to just what people tend to do when they play characters is they just put a caption up on the video itself because you can time like captions up there so you can make a video when time this this specific caption shows up on the screen in this spot at like minute or at 45 second mark and then goes away to 50 second mark so I can literally just be myself in my regular get up and just put like Takashi sits not over my head to let the audience know the character that I'm playing right now that you're seeing is Takashi sits not that could work but yes I just I'm probably not going to do it you know what bro my best ideas I've not done right it was an idea I had where I was going to um have like a real dark skinned person. It was when Venom, the movie came out. I was gonna have a real dark skinned person like scare a pedestrian. He was gonna be like, Oh my god, it's Venom. He's like, Bro, I'm not Venom, I'm just Oh my god, yes, you are you're Venom. Oh my god, where's Spider Man? Help Right <laughs> And the dude isn't Venom, it's just a dark skinned guy. It's a dark skinned bald dude. Um then the twist at the end is that he's really Venom. But he didn't have his Venom costume on. <laughs> he just is dark skinned and black so he looks like Venom anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that was humorous, especially given the time that, you know, the timing of it, which is when the movie Venom came out and people were talking about it. But I was like, shit, I got to First of all, TikTok didn't exist yet, so I didn't have the special effects. And I'm like, I don't have a dark skinned person to play this part like i it's not going to be funny if my caramel macchiato complexion self tries to play the role of a dark-skinned person it's just not going to work um so yeah didn't film that and there's like 10 other skits and i'm blanking one that if the skit requires too much work i normally don't want to do it <laughs> which is why i'm not doing the x-men one because it's just going to require so much work i'd rather just put a camera in my face and talk if you look at my skits you will notice that they're not visually funny I'm primarily a writer, I think. I'm a performer too. You know, I was so my boss gave me this feedback. He was like, "Be careful how you identify, because when you identify as something, you kind of exclude the ability to do other things." So if I say I'm a writer, that kind of implies I'm not a performer, right? So the Wisdom of that is to keep your identity small. Don't try to pigeonhole yourself into anything. Um, and, you know, we, we learned that in school. I remember when I was in middle school and I used to overhear teachers say you're either a math person or English person. Right now, they didn't mean any harm. They truly believe that. Um, but me hearing that, my impressionable mind took that as, OK, which one do I like better? Well, English, I like words. I like reading. Therefore, I'm an English person, not a math person. So I didn't really try it math. 
because it wasn't a natural ability to understand mathematics. I just wrote it off like, okay, well, this isn't for me. Fast forward to me going to community college. <clears throat> like when I graduated high school, my senior year and took the SAT, I placed out of all the basic, like the prerequisite math courses. So I'm like, oh, math is just a skill. Oh, everything is a skill. Everything in life is a skill. That is a very empowering way to look at life. Everything is a skill. There is no exceptions. Surgeons just have a better skill than you. Something that you could also learn if you were uh, motivated to put in the time and effort. Right? You're not good at math. Okay, it's a skill. You can learn it. You're not good at music. Okay, it's a skill. You can learn it. You're not good at acting. Okay, it's a skill. You can everything is a skill. I have to remind myself at my job that that's true because I've always liked marketing, but I've never really paid much attention to the data side of marketing. Like the data side of marketing is kind of uh frightening <laughs> because you're looking at spreadsheets and all that kind of shit and I've never liked doing that. Um so I've kind of avoided the data side and just been focused on more of the ideation side and the writing side of things and capturing people's attention, the creative side, rather. Um, but you have to be a scientist as well as a marketer. Therefore, you have to learn the data. So if I tell myself data is a skill, being able to understand and and extrapolate from data is a skill that you can learn. It diminishes the 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 visceral fear I have of numbers and spreadsheets. Um, so that's a tidbit of wisdom you all can apply is like, listen, everything is a skill. If it's something you're not good at, it's a skill. You can learn it and be careful how you identify yourself. Like be careful of your identity, what you say you are. Um be careful what you say you're not good at, right? People walk around, I'm not good at that. Put yet on the end. I'm not good at that yet, right? That changes everything. I'm not good at that yet. But anyway, I won't go down personal development rabbit hole with you. <laughs> Because, bro, like my ingredients of who I am as a person is like uh, three parts comedy, uh, one half part personal development and half part asshole. That's literally who I am as a person. Um, But yeah, man, we just ready for this movie to be shown. you know, I was actually looking on TikTok. I waited. I told the director of the movie and my other homeboy who's in the movie with me. He plays the character of Uncle Al. His name is Boogie Bynum. Um, when I got on TikTok, I saw how rapidly I was growing. And I was like, okay, when I get to 10K, I'm going to post this trailer, bro. I'm going to get more attention on this trailer. Because these young people, you know, TikTok does have like 15 to 16 year olds up there. But there's also a lot of millennials on TikTok as well. So I'm like, yeah, these people are in a position where they can actually buy the movie when it comes out on Amazon Prime. Um, so I quickly hit 10K. And before I decided to post a movie, I hit 20K. I'm sitting at 27K right now. I'll have 100K in the next two months, I'm sure. Um, but when I hit 20K, I posted the trailer. And so there's a girl in the movie. Her name is Crystal Makeup. Um, and she's a influencer. So she has 77,000 followers on Instagram, right? She posted the trailer of the movie, which she's in. Um, and she got 4,000, 4,500 views and around 400 likes, right? This is what I say. When, this is what I mean when I say Instagram isn't really worth the effort. So she has 77,000 followers, posted the trailer. 
And out of 77,000 followers, 4,500 people saw it. That's like a fraction of a fraction of our audience. She got 400 likes. I have 20,000 followers, 27,000, but at the time I had 20. Post the trailer. It has over 400 likes and almost 10,000 views. And it's, I mean, it's going to get more because as you post on TikTok, they go through your content and they just click on things. That's just the behavior of the platform. Um, so they're very welcome to get over 1K likes, which just means over 1K people saw the trailer, consumed the content, and then decided to like it. So if 1K of their audience converts, that's another 10 Excuse me, that's another 100 um, people who could possibly see the movie, which is great because every person counts when you make a, I don't want to call it a low budget movie. That's what it is, but it's still a good movie. It's just a low budget movie. The budget wasn't that high, nigga. Like, that's just all it is. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's that kind of insight is important to a marketer. It's like, okay, I'm getting way more attention on this platform. I was trying to explain that, like, bro, if you are a hip hop artist, if you're just an artist in general, if you make music, bro, you got to get on TikTok. What are you waiting for? You have to get up there. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Because in TikTok, what people do, you know, they purchase Musical.ly. Musical.ly was like a lip sync app. So Musical.ly, people would put up music and then kind of just mouth the lyrics, right? And when you are scrolling on TikTok and you come across a video, the music or the sound that they're using is at the bottom of the of the video. You can click on that and save it and use that audio for your own video. In fact, no matter what you're posting on TikTok, even if I post a, vi- a video of me talking like this, someone can use the audio of me talking for their own video. That's what they did for my hell skit. My hell skit, there's like 20 people who have used the audio of my hell skit to like redo it on their own pages, which is amazing, right? So it's like, think, apply that to someone who makes music. You create music. Like I told my cousin, Patman Music, follow him. He makes great music. Uh, I told him to download the app because Patman is a very animated character. He's very charismatic and very animated. And his lyrics kind of embody his energy, right? So I can see people making videos. Like people on TikTok like to act out what the lyrics of the song is saying, right? They either make skits about it or they're acting it out in a certain way. He makes music where you can act out what he's saying. And I'm like, bro, you do that. You put that content up there where you're acting out your music. People just copy it. And then they're going to eventually be like, who is making this music? There's a dude right now. I don't know his name, but he has a all. He's not even released music. He's released a snippet of a song. It goes, why would you play with me? Why would you play with me? It's literally a snippet and that snippet has gone viral. So this dude is becoming relevant to young people who are really the target audience of music. Um, and he's becoming relevant off of a snip. He's not even released a full song, bro. It's a snippet. It's a 15 second clip of his song and people have attached a dance to it that has gone viral. So now people are like, when is the song going to drop? I'm waiting for the song to drop. Right. And I'm like, bro, this, why would you not be on this app? Like I'm kicking myself on the ass for not getting up there earlier. I could already have a million followers on TikTok, which you can, you can point that attention anywhere you want. 
right? Once you establish a connection with your audience, you can divert that to, to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. You know, if you got a movie, do that. My plan is to create a website where I can capture all the attention to my website, get people's email addresses and start, you know, just engaging with them and selling them things that way. So that no matter what happens to these platforms, I still have more core audience. I still have the personal information. Like what I really want to do is do that thing Gary Vee is doing, which is using text marketing to um, reach your audience. Like I don't know if you've seen this, but if you go to certain celebrities, they're like they're they're doing this game where they're like, yeah, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing something real, real major right now. I'm, I'm deciding right now. I know I shouldn't be doing this. I'm gonna get my number out. I'm gonna give out my number so you all can test me. That's bullshit. All it is, it's an app called Community that average folk don't have access to. Um, they give celebrities free trials where they basically can test their audience, right? It's just a way to make sure they don't lose contact with you so they can continue extracting value from you. That's all it is. It's a game. Gary Vaynerchuk is using it. He's just he's the only person using it honestly. Like I don't like being lied to, bro. So these people saying, like, I think I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna give out my number. It's like, bro, don't mislead me. You're lying to me. So you obviously know if you're lying to me, you don't respect me. You feel me? Like that's how I go about it. You ain't be fooling the masses. But if you're lying to me, it's disrespectful. So I'm not going to like you after that. I don't like to be lied to. Just tell me, like, this is a test app platform that allows me to, you know, keep in contact with you all. That's what Gary Vaynerchuk does. He's very, um, he's very honest about the shit. So, whatever. If you make music, bro, get on TikTok. You won't regret it. Post content up there. I know it's primarily young people. That's how every application starts. Snapchat was primarily young people. Instagram was primarily young people. Facebook was primarily young people. And then everybody else gets on it. TikTok is at a place now where it has enough people up there. It's pretty, it's, it's likely a sure bet it's going to become a mainstream app. I'm not saying it's going to replace Instagram. It's likely though. Right. It's likely it's going to replace Instagram in a way because uh, Instagram's organic reach has, has dropped. Like they're already taking away likes. Right. So people want to seem like they have a bit of clout. So you taking away their likes is kind of annoying to them. Um, and like I said, Shorty with 77,000 followers is only getting 4,000 views. Bro, when I had 200 followers on Instagram, I was getting like 5K views on some videos just off hashtags. You got 77,000 followers, bro. You should be getting more. Should be getting more views. More people should view. I think a view is like watching three seconds of a video. That means a good portion of your audience is not seeing anything you post. That's unacceptable. That app, that app now, like, there's a life cycle to these apps, and <clears throat> in their final form, to quote Frieza, they become a place where you have to pay money to play. It's pay to play. Like, okay, we got all these people. Yeah, you got all these followers. But if you really want everyone to see your shit, you have to pay us money. That's what Facebook is now. Having a Facebook page, like like a business page, it's like you think getting people to like this page means that you're going to. No. If you can create a business page and you get people to like it, that don't mean all those people are going to see what you're posting. It means a fraction of those people are going to see what you're posting. And the only way they're going to continue seeing what you're posting is if they engage in what you're posting. So if I never like or comment on what you're posting, I'm going to see your post. It's going to become more rare that I see your actual posts. That's how the game is played. So it's like you have to start to figure out, okay, how can I keep my audience engaged? And it's not really to fuck you. It's for them to make more money. It's for the applications, the platforms to make more money. And it's also to show the viewers content that they care about. These platforms look at look at it like this. 
If you like or comment on something, you obviously like that. So whatever you're liking and commenting on and viewing in full, we'll show you more of. The stuff that you're avoiding, you're scrolling past, you're not liking, you're not commenting. We're assuming you don't like that. So we're not going to show you that anymore. So, I mean, it's a good thing. And we can't cry and bemoan the fact that our organic reach is dying because, as Gary Vaynerchuk says, hey, and I'm quoting him like he's a fucking cult leader. As, as the good Gary Vaynerchuk, as the book of Gary V says in Psalms 22. Like, it's not that big a deal. He's just the most transparent person speaking about marketing and business tactics. Therefore, I like to quote him. But, um, yeah, so the moral of the story is get on TikTok, adapt. If, you, if you're doing social media as a business like I am, adapt to the way things are going. Instead of crying, focus on what you can control. What you can't control is to go into a white space like TikTok where you have a lot of growing growth potential and just, you know, post your content there and hopefully take over. Ah. I'm drinking tea to make sure my voice doesn't go out. As I record this podcast, how long have we been going? Let me check real quick. How long have I been talking? Okay, 21 minutes. <laughs> this is like normally when I run out of things to say. <laughs> At like the 20 to 27 minute mark. So we're going to try to push on just a bit more. So recently, just joined a gym fitness connection here in Cary, North Carolina. Uh... Been out of the gym for a minute. I've been doing like little body weight workouts at the house. <sighs> bullshit workouts, to be honest with you. I didn't realize they were bullshit workouts until I got back in the gym and started lifting. And I was like, oh, strength isn't here anymore. Strength went bye bye. It's no longer present. I felt like he man like two years ago, nigga. Now I can't. How do I move this fucking bar? Um. But yeah, but the funny thing is, so I walked in, right? See this, I check in at the front desk, like, y'all want to get membership? They go and get, bring one of the salesmen to me. Salesman is like this jack black dude who's like got dreads and seems to be of African descent. Find out that he's of Haitian descent and we get to talking, right? So we do the pleasant thing, the pleasantries, like, how are you? Good, blah, blah, blah. And then we start to get real. So the thing that I say that opens up a can of worms is the fact that my girlfriend is black, right? So the moment I say that my girlfriend is black, dude just starts to spill word vomit all over me. Like, yo, bro, you the I'm only been here in this in this area for like two weeks. Bro, you the first one here that I met that likes black women. I'm like, damn. So yeah, man, you the first black man I met that likes black women. I'm like, okay, shit. Well, I ain't know was that out of the norm, but yeah, man, I love black women. I mean, I, I love women in general, but my girlfriend currently happens to be black. It wasn't by design, nigga. It just was what happened. <laughs> I didn't seek out a black woman to to be with. It's just how things happen. But I wasn't gonna tell him that. I was like, yeah, nigga, I picked, I picked her, one hundred percent. Yeah, I said, like, you black? When I talked to her, are you me? You sure you black? All right, I just wanna make sure. Okay, you black? We can do this. If you're not black, tell me now. I'm gonna be mad if I find out you're not black. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> so he starts talking about how, like, you know, he's done Ancestry.com. He's met the tribe that he's come from. He's part Haitian. He's been to Africa and all that kind of stuff. And that he's just done a whole bunch of research on any, all things black. And, and you know, I'm with him. I'm like, yeah, I've done the research too, brother. I'm woke too, nigga. Like, I'm caramel macchiato complected, but I, I'm true, like, black man to the core, right? So we, we, we connecting on that vibe. I'm like, okay, I got a friend in Carrie now. 
I've got a new friend. Then he starts to decline in his reasoning. The first thing that makes me. Okay, so we talk on black stuff and he was like, yeah, man, and the world flat. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just sent a shot out of nowhere. I'm like, we like black, 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 power, black, 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 black. Oh, yeah. And the world flat. I'm like, excuse me. What just happened? Because yeah, man, the world's flat. I'm like, okay, okay, explain yourself, right? Uh, he was like, yeah, man, like NASA is just a production company. And he's like doing like this. He's talking to me. And he's kind of like doing like a fake laugh as if he's privy to something that people aren't privy to. You know, like that full of themselves. Like, I know something you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, hey, guess what, dude? The NASA is <laughs> a production company. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Why do you think that? He was like, bro, it's a big green screen NASA. It was a real big green screen NASA. And they just do this kind of stuff. They fake the moon landing. And, you know, I used to be a conspiracy theorist. So I've read all these conspiracies. They don't serve you. They, they're pointless. All it does is make you inflate your ego like you know something other people don't know. Fuck conspiracy theorists. I'll say that here. Grow the fuck up. Grow up. Like, focus on what you can't control. Focus on things that actually matter. Focus on your family and helping the world in general and not trying to tell people the fucking world is flat. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Anyway, <clears throat> even if it's true, it's still dumb. What are you talking about it for? Do you, do you know how to get your finances in a good place? You're right here working that fucking fitness connection. I don't, you don't make money here. I know you don't. You're not making good money here. Study money. Don't study the fucking world flat. You don't benefit from that at all. Hope you fall off the shit. I hope the motherfucker is flat and all you flat earthers fall off this motherfucker. That's what I hope happens. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so, you some of the world's flat. He told me NASA was a production company. He was telling me all this stuff that I heard before, such as the if you look at the moon landing, there's a shadow castle where a shadow shouldn't be, and the fucking flag is is waving. You know, and there is a possibility the moon landing was fake. You know why? Because if you understand human nature, you know that you need to look at how someone is benefiting. That's why they say when you know someone commits a crime, they look for who has I forgot the word probable cause. Like, who has a reason to do this? That's the first people. Who's the suspects? The suspects are the people who would benefit from this person being killed, right? You don't look at just, oh, it's the neighbor. It's like, why would the neighbor kill her? I don't know. He's close. It's like, come on, bro. Use your, use your brain. That's lazy logic. So I'm like, okay, well, we as a country were kind of incentivized in a petty way to fake the moon landing just because we were trying to beat like the other nations to the moon, I think. Like, I'm not an expert on the shit. But I want to say like China or somebody was trying to do it. And we were like, not so fast, China. We beat you, nigga. We on base. It's ours now, right? Uh, like people on comments on videos like, first, we got here first. So um, he tells me those things. Like, okay, cool. But and then he's like, and if you look at the Bible, it says there's four corners of the earth. And I'm like, well, the Bible uses poetic language. So you it's not really meant to be taken literally like I'm thinking this. I'm not telling him this. I'm just letting him just dig himself into a deeper hole. See, the Bible uh, says there's four corners of the earth. And I'm like, okay, All right. Continue. And he said the Bible also said that God uses the earth as his footstool, bro, like literally his footstool. And then like he leans in close to his desk pretending like he's God looking at earth. He says, so the world is flat so that God can literally look down and look at what we're all doing. And I'm like, okay, you're retarded. 
That's what you are. You are you are military grade retarded. That makes zero sense. People annoy me when they give God human characteristics. People really believe that God's walking around with two eyes and a beard and like using the bathroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> like people's version of God is Zeus. They're thinking of Zeus. That's what they're thinking of when they think of God. Does a nigga look like me? Okay, yeah, he's just bigger, you know, and has powers and shit. Like Zeus with like X Men abilities is who God. And bro, wait, come on. An omniscient being, one wouldn't need a fucking footstool, bro. God is a fucking God is indescribable. You can't even describe what God is. It's beyond comprehension. So he likely doesn't have feet. He likely doesn't need a footstool. <laughs> He's likely not a man. Why would God need a dick? We say he just so that we can just start to talk about what God is. Just because we say he does not mean God is a man. We say he so that we can conceptualize what the fuck we're even talking about. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be able to refer to what that is. That's why people use phrases like universe and source, because those are more accurate descriptions, even though they're not really because you can't have an accurate description for something that can't even be described. Anywho, let's go beyond that. <laughs> uh, let's go beyond that. So he says God uses the earth as a footstool and that the earth needs to be flat for God's convenience. The earth is flat because it's more convenient for God to look at the flat earth in the, than a the sphere. And where that logic comes from. So then I asked him, I said, okay, bro, what does NASA have to benefit by telling us that the earth is flat? I'm trying to see a reason. It's like, okay, if the earth is flat and nasty, this is a big cover up. There has to be a reason. What is the reason? How are they benefiting? He was like, bro, it's just good and evil. And I was like, what? That's vague. How did you get there? Where is your logic? So, bro, it's just a game of good and evil. It's really all it is. And he does a little full of himself laugh again. <laughs> it's just good and evil. That's all. This is really good and evil. Um, there's like Baphomet statues. Baphomet is like another word for the devil. There's like Baphomet statues of Baphomet being built all over the place. Listen, I'm not denying that there's devil worshippers and there's probably something sinister going on at higher levels. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not saying that it is true. What I am saying is you don't know that. You've not seen the Baphomet statue being built. You've done so. Here's the problem with conspiracy theories. You're likely not going to come to an accurate conclusion with just with three percent of the information. You're always going to be misled. Imagine trying to solve a math problem in school. And. Like the math problems they give you like in paragraph form and instead of giving you the full paragraph, they give you two sentences and like figure it out. That's kind of what conspiracy theorists do. They jump to conclusions off of off of bits of information. You can create any narrative you want if you cherry pick the information. That's what these scientific studies do that try to influence you to buy certain things. They cherry pick the information they use and use that to create a narrative for you to buy something. It's like fat free. The word fat is in, is in fat, so therefore it makes you fat. Okay, eat fat free now. Nope, that's not scientifically sound. You just made that up. That's what conspiracy theorists do. They make things up. The good thing about conspiracy theorists is that they are free thinkers, which has its benefits. So they're not all bad. The thing that motivates them to be a conspiracy theorist is good because they're free thinkers. They're not going to do just what you tell them to do. The bad thing about it is they're fucking crazy. 
Anyway, so he tells me this, and this is not the worst of it either. He goes further down the rabbit hole from there. So he tells me the earth is flat. God's feet is on it. Um, his big toe is right beside us. I couldn't see it. Um, and then he says that this is all a game of good and evil. Then he proceeds to tell me, I was like, yeah, he was like, and, and technology was given to us by demons. I was like, what? He was like, yeah. I said, well, I've heard things like the aliens came and gave us technology. He was like, no, aliens are just demons. I was like, oh, that sounds lazy, but okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, so technology is evil. He's telling me this, and then he's also typing my information into the computer so I can sign up for the gym. So I'm like, this is very interesting. So you did your research on technology to ultimately conclude that technology is evil. You good day, sir. You've lost a customer. <laughs> I, I legit did not want to go into the gym anymore because he was there. It is really ridiculous. You know, I was telling my girl yesterday. One of the problems about learning more and educating yourself is that you start to not like stupid people. But you have to understand that we're all stupid people. We all just don't know some shit and we all sound silly at times. So it's best to just not judge people and to have compassion. This person is obviously someone who's in this point of his life where he's it's been caught by some bad information and doesn't have the intellectual rigor to fucking get himself out of it. I was like him. I never was that far gone where I'm like, the technology is evil. Burn, like burn the books. It's like, I've never been that far gone, but I've been in that world and that world is a scary world, bro. There's no such thing as a happy conspiracy theorist. That's why I couldn't be friends with him beyond him being stupid because we were getting along and talking about good shit before he went off the fucking deep end. But that let me know that he wasn't happy. You can't read that. That is low vibration to get woo on you. That's low vibration energy. You can't get online and start reading about conspiracies and be a happy person. Every single person who talks about conspiracy that I know is fucking depressed. There is no exception. That's just what that information does. The things you consume kind of become part of you. Conspiracy theory is a negative information. And that makes you more of a negative person. So, you know, that won't be a person that I, you know, I'll be cordial and nice. I'll speak when I go to the gym, but it's not going to be a person that I talk to regularly. Hell no. I actually came with a skit about conspiracy, uh, flat earthers. It was a dating app for flat earthers to meet each other. And the joke of the dating app was like how stupid these people are. Um, the reason why I say stupid is because they're they're speaking with certainty that the earth is flat. Smart person's like, maybe. That's what a smart person would be like. Maybe the earth's flat. You know, I'm not went outside the earth and looked at it. Is what you're saying is possible. Is it possible that people have been lying to us telling us that the earth is flat? It's possible. Is it possible that the earth is hollow? I guess it's possible, dude. Like I'm not double I'm not fact checking scientists. I'm not like, okay, the earth has a core and then another core and then mantle and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, let me dig this shit up, make sure you're not lying to me, motherfucker. I'm not doing that. I'm just taking people at their word. Uh, nor do I care. If the earth's flat, cool. If the earth's round, cool. 
I don't care about that because it's not practical for me. I can't do anything with this information other than be mad and annoy other people who don't care about it. That's all. That's the fruit from that. Bible says judge people by the fruit, right? Judge by the fruit. That's really my God and light. At the end of the day, I don't need to think much about a situation. I look at the fruit. I know conspiracy theorists is a low vibrational thing because no conspiracy theorist is happy and no conspiracy theorist has money. So conspiracy theorists isn't the way to go. Anyway, I've talked to y'all enough today. I tried to push this to an hour, but I've got 36 minutes under my belt. So congratulations, niggas. We're doing it. We're making a longer podcast. Um, anyway, I'll talk to y'all later. Mark what out.